Hey everyone. Um, one of the things about, well, there are a lot of things, but actually, but as you emerge from the dark, um, there are lots of realizations. So I can say I had no idea of anything. I had not a clue. It was all happening in this sort of subterranean world that I had no access to. So it's literally like falling into a well if you're traumatized early on. Right? You just, you just, this beautiful bit of light and it just, you know, gets chucked down a well or shanghaied or smothered or, but just, just you never show up, right? Because you're little. And, um, <coughs> One of the outstanding things that shows up for me as I begin to really kind of melt, you know, out of the fear and the terror and the trauma is this notion of being sort of a refugee or an orphan. So someone snatches you if they traumatize you. And by the way, there's something they snatch, it's the pa your power. So in my case, it was sexual abuse. So they they snatched my innocence, my sexuality, which is really, you know, the core of existence is this sex drive, your sexuality. And my power by, you know, making me accept the unacceptable as a child. There's a stealing of something and it's big. And it's like, you know, the Aztecs, they cut people's hearts out to feed to the gods. <coughs> there's something essential that's stolen and I would say it's like a soul loss right it's a soul loss and there's a you in that soul there's a whole pulsating magnificent piece of potential and divinity in that soul and it's interesting, you know, if you look at a skeleton, you know, the remains of, you see skulls in catacombs or, you know, in a grave or whatever, whatever, it's interesting to think, well, that skeleton had a whole body that had a whole spirit. And if you look at a brain, all these kind of like crumpled up bits of protein, like what, you know, there's, and yet we have this whole life, right? We have this whole ability to envision and be in 3Ds and this energy that pumps through us, which is a spirit, a soul. It's not the body. The body is just a container for information. The brain is just, to me, it's just like an antennae to the rest of the dimensions in the world. And if you look across all these, you just look at these human beings, you're like, what is going on? Like, what is all of this, you know, bits of energy carrying around lots of information producing things, right? So one of the things as I begin to sort of... So first of all, you don't even know you have an enemy. You can't see the enemy. If you're traumatized and you've covered it up, you don't even know that there's a soul loss, that you have an enemy, that you're a puppet of an enemy. Because the enemy showed up as a parent. 
so there are many things that you're disintegrating if you've you know gone along with it and you've truly submitted which is what I certainly did and there are layers of the dissolution right there's the first of all you don't want to do it there's a the whole you fight it and then it gets deeper and you see more and the more you see the more you dissolve and and you get closer and closer kind of to the enemy or to the thing that stole your soul the thing that's holding you hostage the trauma the person the events and what's interesting to me is so if there's a trauma there's a wipeout your soul fucks off you never really show up I've, I've always felt like I've been behind a glass looking at the world in some way never fully connected never truly here and I didn't know there was a soul loss or there was sexual abuse and trauma, etc. So on the way back, so the way back is from the end of your equation, wherever you, you've ended up, right? So perhaps you've been defaulting and building personas and trying to accommodate crazy um, for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. It doesn't matter. The point is when you, usually when you get to it, you're kind of at the end of the equation. You're at the end of the cooking. So... For me, it's been enormous amounts of cutting down the jungle and layers to sort of acknowledge and recognize. There's a layer of the superstructure, the person that you've built that's the ego, that knows everything, that's in control, that, you know, looks apart, speaks apart, you know, buys at Starbucks, does a job, gets a paycheck, etc. So that's kind of the fortified, the the outside world person that you've created that has no access to events, etc. And that in itself is a whole continent that has to be torn down because that's usually pretty powerfully built. You know, it's got an identity, it's got a lot of story. You know, it's, it's manufactured to know everything. So, you know, if, if I know everything, then no one can, you know, I'm not going to ever go back in, right? So that's quite a powerful layer. And then, you know, that's a whole, you know, a few years and they're just tearing that down. And then there's um, contracts that have been made and that there's that whole kind of, next layer which is the agreement to see and the contracts that were made etc and for me uh, the thing that was holding me captive which is actually in my system then began to show up in ceremonies like it was an actual physical entity attached to me in me around me whatever and and also this thing which contains all the truth. I mean, I, I saw it as sort of a fortified fortress of demons. Uh, this doctor was talking about this sub-personality, which is basically, it's like the sumo wrestler that's carrying all the memories and the truth of what happened. And I see it also as him and the predator and the terror and the fear and the you know whatever 
but it's a thing that's, you know, carrying all the information. And that's where the enemy shows up. That's where you actually have to recognize that, you know, you see that there's something that's stopping you. Whatever you want to call it, it's the thing that is between you and the connection to your truth. So the very first ceremony in ayahuasca was just insanely like, and that was five years ago, really um, laid out the problem. And I was, at one minute, I was one with everything, right? I was a bird in the jungle and the forest, and I was this one being. And the next moment, I'd been abused, and I had been separated and cut off. Sexual abuse is particularly awful because there's a lot of stuff being taken away. First of all, your innocence, your sexuality. You're dealing with men and all their vile energy at that, who are doing this pedophiles, right? So that's a whole layering of their energy. Then there's the innocence, the unknowing, and the terror, and that you don't know what you're doing, but you know it's wrong, or all that stuff. And there was a wipeout. For me, there was a wipeout. I mean, I just shut down, and something else took over. But it's a loss. There's like a soul loss. You never, so now you're captured, and you, and whatever it was for you. So for example, if somebody beat the shit out of you, that too, they're stealing, they're castrating you, right? If they're putting you down, they're castrating you. They're stealing all your potential. They're injuring, they're damaging. So whatever it is that happened has, a, has something around it. So with me, it was sex. Sex is like your life force, right? Sexual. Your innocence, that's another thing if you're a child, right? There's a theft. In that theft, that thing they took is your soul. That thing they took is your potential. That thing they took is your everything, your happiness, your joy, your future, your being, your oneness, your connection with your oneness, the one thing that you are. So it's substantial. And, you know, there are all sorts of things that happen because of trauma, disassociation, depersonalization, panic attacks, anxiety, depression, all this stuff, right? Issuing from an injury. So, in my instance, because I couldn't see it, if you can't see it in your trauma, I was, so, if you arrive, you're loved and you build you. You build whatever it is within you. You don't skip, you know, all of childhood and then move on to the next and go to university, right? You, you can't just miss out on that huge chunk of growth and process and just move straight on to uni, right? You can't, that impact is massive. It's a wipeout. So, and in that, all of that is you. Is your connection. So with me, because I missed all that and there was terror and it was frozen, it was trauma and I was carrying the trauma, blah, blah, blah. 
I skipped immediately to inventing someone. Right? I wasn't me. I mean, that also was part of my family. It was a you know, constant criticism, judgment. You know, you're not enough, you're pink, you're yellow, whatever. So there's a constant burial of your soul. Relentless. It's like day after day, they're coming in and putting more earth on you. Right? Just deeper and deeper you're being buried until you have no trace or you, have, you can't even hear the radar beep of your being. You've been, you know, sec whatever happened to you. For me, it was sexual abuse, loss of innocence, terror, just a whole cordon of shit, right? You can't skip out on childhood. It's like, you know, a flower can't skip a part of its process. Like, you can't have winter without spring and autumn. It's fundamental to life. And what's interesting to me is that, so, so because I skipped all that and I went straight into, I have to manufacture someone, because that was robbed, right, just boom. And then there was the, you're not enough, you're not this, you're not that, you blah, blah, blah. So then you're manufacturing someone for the events or for the predator or for, you know, the situation. Right? So, um, so, it's becoming clearer, so I had no idea, but it's becoming clearer and clearer to me that it's not, that the layers get deeper. I need to eradicate all of this energy and all of this darkness and, you know, ghoulies and droolies so I can reconnect to my soul because everything's been manufactured my soul was still, I was, you know, sexually abused and out to be blah, blah, blah. So there was a huge loss already there, right? Soul fucks off. You're frozen. You're terrified. Now you're, you know, you're at the mercy of, you're like a puppet, right? You're, you're, you're jumping on coals. You're a court jester. You're building a person for the environment, which is a building a person for the underworld or for the dungeon keeper or... So it's a falsehood, it's manufactured, right? It was all manufactured, you know, for this constant threat. So you're, you're very... If, you're, if, you've, if you've had trauma and it's severe trauma, the leaps away from yourself are pretty... You're somersaulting away from yourself. Right? You're somersaulting away there are no roots. You've been there. You've never planted roots, right? This is all a terrible nightmare. These people are just, you know, evil in sacks of meat. And all you're doing is um, creating a manufacturing a person that's really a defense mechanism that won't get you blown up or killed. 
So, I mean, I had a, a ceremony where I, was in, I went to the bathroom and they were just, all my kids were armored up with AK-47s and they were just all, you know, they were under massive threat. So, none of you is there. And, and you may, what happens when you manufacture this person that you think is you, but it's not you, it's manufactured so you don't avoid death, but you don't see it because you can't have access to your trauma, you don't know anything, is, so that's a, that's a, that's a lie, that's a, manuf that's a, that's a created self, it's not who you are, that was built in response to evil or darkness or whatever, right? If they say, look, I want, you know, I want a polar bear, you know, not a chihuahua, and you're like, and I don't care about it. I took away your chihuahua, I, I, you know, I've done terrible things to you, so I've taken away any ability for you to grow into your chihuahua, so, you know, show up with a polar bear or you're dead. That's basically what the threat is to a kid. Right, so, so you're, and you're constantly manufacturing this polar bear thinking, well, that won't get me killed, and then it becomes a way of life, and then you're, you're out there being a polar bear, and you don't know why you're depressed and, you know, upset and having panic attacks and, you know, running around like it's not you, it's somebody else doing all this stuff, right? So she has to tear down the polar bear, which is already in itself like, what do you mean? I've been a polar bear for like the last 60 years, what do you mean, right? So you get past the polar bear, la you know, layer, and then you're going to get into, you know, the events. If you get past the polar bear, which is a huge defense mechanism, then you get into the events. You go, oh fuck, you know, these are just demons, and they're, and they're in you, and they're coming out, etc. And then there's, well, who am I? And there's a and you really have to get, unload these demons to get to that place because um, there's a lot of noise. The demons and terror creates a lot of noise. Fear is a huge one, right? And so it's almost like if you're going through a dark tunnel, and it's like actually in a haunted house, you know. You have to get past all the ghoulies that keep coming up. You have the mission is, I've got to get home. There is a you that existed before the terror showed up. They call it soul loss or when they show up. But there's a reconnect with you. And I, I, it's almost like there's a parched river Right, that's what you really are. There's no love there. There's cruelty. There's, there's nothing. And love is what's the big absence. And also, the love for you, because your little children. In my case, my little children were just wiped out, disrespected, devalued, unloved. You know, made to take and agree to the horror and the stampede of this evil and pedophiles and whatever. Right? So. If you're injured as a child, they're taking a big chunk of your power, if not all of it. If there's sexual, if there's, you know, abuse, sexual abuse, there's your sex being kind of wiped out, which is your, you know, your 
the geezer of your life, right? Your innocence just wiped out, right? There's a lot of shutting down. And that's really ultimately that needs to be retrieved. It's I want all of that back. So for me to get all of that back, I have to cleanse all these energies, which are real. They're not thoughts. They're not an idea. They're energy. And people have energies attached to them and all sorts of things like that. So, and I, you know, literally it lives inside of me. Um, I have to get all that energy out. I don't know how many years. Well, zero to what? Eight, I don't know. But anyway. But all those entities that are hanging out, you have to face them. And, you know, cleanse them. So it's interesting. So you're kind of, um, you're a refugee on arrival because there are no parents. Whoever would do that to their, hurt their child. So you're a refugee on arrival. You have no reflection. And then you're kind of a refugee in the world because you have no connection to you. So there's a whole bunch of nothing going. I mean, there's a whole bunch of terror and no connection and trauma. You're living in a family, but you might as well just, you know, be dead. I mean, you're living in you know, horror land. Well, there's no connection. You're just inventing a defense mechanism so you won't die, right? You've got to figure out what that defense mechanism is. Oh, shit, I better be a polar bear. That's what I need to be. But you've already lost your soul. You've already been cut off from your soul in the, in the traumatic events. Then you're going to build a defense mechanism for... You're going to hide that. And they call it, some guy was calling it subpersonality, which basically is your protective mechanism that keeps all that information. Then you're going to build, if you wake up, you're going to build the thing that this place needs so you won't die. And then you end up just replicating the same, you know, falsehood. And you this manufactured self, which has no connection to anything. And it all has to die, right? But that's really, uh, and, then the, and then there's all these, if, you, if it's parents have abused you, in your brain, there's all this obligation and guilt and stuff that they put on you, which you have attachments to, which you also have to let go of. I no longer see them as parents. I just see them as, you know, dark energies. Um, and then you, it's this marvelous moment of you just actually realize that your little child has been all alone, you know, and yet you have to love him or her desperately. Right? You, just, you can understand that you can see their sweetness and their tenderness and all the stuff that was robbed of them. And I myself hated my children because I was taught that they were worthless. They didn't have a right to have a childhood. And yes, they should, you know, be a servant to this piece of evil. So there was an agreement made to refuse my own innocence. Of course, I was a child, so, there, you know, but you're, eager, you're making agreements with these awful people. Right, so finally you get a clearing where the noise and the threat and the fear begins to dissolve and there's an actual connection to your children. Like, oh my God, they're alone. They've been alone. They've been alone all this time. They were unloved. They were uncared for. Right? Oh my God, who would do that? Before you couldn't sit because they're in you, 
you've agreed to them, you believe them. Yes, it's, you know, somewhere in your psyche, it's like, it doesn't matter that my kids are wiped out, right? And once you cleanse these energies, it's almost like, again, the river, you know, the water becomes back to this parched river where it's like, oh my God, these people are pure evil. Like, how could you do that, right? And you, you bring your children back to you. You, be, you connect with their soul. You connect with their innocence, with their terror, with their, you know, the horrible place that these little children were put in. Right? You get that clearing. That's what happens as the cleansing happens. You get the clearing. It's all a dissolution of like, oh, my God. Right? <clears throat> And there's a place where you just, because before, you're not making any choices. You're just being terrorized into doing things. But there's a place where you can finally say, I choose me. Don't give a shit what happens to everyone. I choose me. And then there's like, it's like um, a passage through the dark. And the light is, the end of that tunnel, once you've gotten past all these demons, is, is the reconnect to you. I called it in a book, walking home. It's like, I want to go home. I want to be home. What does that mean? It certainly wasn't, isn't the outside world. That's not my home. It's not my family. That was a dungeon. Um, the home is a reconnect with your spirit, with your soul, with, you know, beyond the trauma was a thing the soul that got wiped out. And the world is very busy pulling you here and there and saying, you know, if you do this and if you do that. And, you know, I, I, because my little munchkin was wiped out and all her femininity and all her childness, it was always like, you know, you had to be a guy, right? I don't fucking give a shit about football or cars or any of this shit. Like my whole femininity was just wiped out, right? So there's this... If you've manufactured a self as a defense mechanism, then you've been doing it for a long time, so I don't know who I am. I can only get to know who I am as I cleanse out all these entities, you know, all this terror, all this agreement to be what I'm not, to build what they need, to agree to the most despicable evil behavior. You come, you choose you by tearing down, by agreeing to go into this dark. I mean, they're cowards. Whoever hurts a child is a coward. I mean, if you're going to fight somebody, fight someone your own age. But if you're doing it to a child, you're not only evil, but a coward. And evil is defined as someone that takes away, you know, your freedom of choice and wipes out your, you know, what, your, your possibilities, right, your potential. So... If I look back, I can see that the terror kept me paralyzed. The inability to challenge the terror kept me paralyzed. The agreement to terror kept me paralyzed. And I, it happened as a child, and I was frozen there in that agreement, in that submission, as that child. If you're going in there, you have to be willing to see everything and to remove all this dark energy that sits around you. 
And the courage is, you choose you. The courage is, fuck all of this. I want, just want me home. I just, I don't give a shit if I don't have a family. I don't give a fuck if none of them, I don't give a fuck. I just want myself back. I want out of the well completely, out of all of this, out of all this shit, right? And that means you're going to have to, you know, the self that had, you know, um, sewn itself up with all these people, I suppose, with family and stuff, it's all undone. And it's, it'll never, you know, there's never, I mean, certainly for me, there'll never be any reconciliation at all. Um, one's dead and the other one, you know, they're all, everybody's de you know, in denial of everything. I, I can't be around people that deny. It's like people saying the Second World War never happened, like, you know, six million Jews didn't die. Well, I just, you know, you get wiped out when your truth is wiped out, right? So, and given that they were privy to what happened, it's even, you know, there's no whatever. But in the end, once you get, you've got to get past all those guilt, all the obligations, all the thing, all the truth. How they kept you in prison is by threatening you so you would never question the truth. You would never make them wrong. You would always accept the evil and the darkness that was done to you and carry it and legitimize it and then build what they want on top of it. That's how you're kept in prison or you're kept shackled. So it's a huge upheaval. I mean, you're literally sinking a whole you know, container ship of stuff that you've agreed to take on board. You're going to have to sink all of it, right? It's just, it's all going to have to come off. So it's all dissolution. And in the end, again, the deeper you go, certainly for me, the deeper I go, the more I see, well, I just want to be connected to me. I don't care about them, I don't care about having a family, I don't care about any of this shit. I just want my soul home. And I don't know what that looks like because I've never had experience of being connected to it. But I'm willing to take the leap of faith and keep cleansing so I can get back to it. So the goal in, in initially was, there wasn't a goal actually, it was just like, you know, I want to be, <laughs> I want to, something terrible has happened, I don't know what happened, then it's like there's anxiety, I want to relieve the anxiety, then I get this information, then there's just, you get deeper and deeper and deeper, and then you realize, fuck, I want to go home. And you've never realized that you were stolen from home. And even when I was shown, listen, two screens, pure black and then the Indians, taking your little girl out of that, you know, that evil dark. Even then I couldn't see how bad it was. It was so smothered. So, and at every point, you know, you might get frightened, oh, there are demons or this or that. It's just dark energies. It's just all the trauma, really, which is in the dark, which is being offline, really, if you're in the dark. But it's got to be cleansed out. And I think one of the problems is that people get very scared about, like, I don't want to face, you know, dragons and demons and entities. And, um, but no cleansing, no life. No cleansing, no experience, right? There's no, you're offline. And you're owned and your power's paralyzed and 
Yada, yada, yada. Right? You're going around in circles. Again, it's like an elephant with its foot on the mouse. You don't know, but you're actually not doing anything. You're and that was a trick. He terrified me. So I would never, so I would agree, agree to do this filth and have my innocence stolen and my sex stolen and agreed to make it okay. And agreed to wipe myself out um, to make him feel good. And he thought he was some hotshot because he did it, right? It's just beyond vile. But I, I agreed to all of that. As a child, you've got no choice, right? So I agreed to it, carried it, shut it out, created a sub-personality for it, like a container basically. It's like a storage unit that you just lock up and you don't even know. Agreed to show up as a manufactured self that was a defense mechanism. All of it needs to be torn out, right? And all of that stuff you had before, like that was like a normal default mode of like, oh, they're doing this, I need to do that. All the struggle to manufacture, convert yourself into the perfect thing or into the thing that whatever is gone. Like, there's only one question. I mean, I, I look at my life and I say, well, you know, it's all, you know, if it's built on a bad foundation, it's built, it's not you, right? I mean, and it's kind of like a dying star. You come, the stuff that had so much identity no longer has any identity, you know, your work, your relationships. Everything takes on a whole new light. It's not that important anymore. It's not, it doesn't have all that, you know, highly, you know, fueled, on steroids importance. I can see that all of my life was built around these layers of, of lies and trauma. And the foundation was just pure terror and trauma and a, and a theft. So as you go back through your layers, through your manufactured self, through your identities, through your obligations, your contracts, all these things, all these energies, what I begin to see is that I just want to be reconnected. I don't care about who I am and what I do and my identity and my relationships and my work. It's all bullshit. There is nothing. There's only one thing, and that's your authentic connection with yourself. So I want it back. Right? I want my soul returned home. But for my soul to come home, I need to cleanse it out, like, right? It's like, I want all of this dark energy and removed entities, whatever, this sub-personality that's carrying all the information will flood it out, break up the dam. I want to see everything, and I want it all cleansed. And for real, not like, oh, no, no, I'm talking whatever that takes, whatever kind of death, I'm talking about metaphorical death that takes within you. It's like, I want out of Zombie Island completely, right? 
What that reconnection means, I have no idea. Who are you when you're cleansed? Who are you when you've given up on all the illusions of your identity and all the manufactured, you know, I'm going to go to the moon and back. For me, I think about it, I think, oh, I just want that connection of knowing and being connected to an authenticity that's so big, that's so magnificent, that is so unequivocally itself, that there is no question, there is no asking. You don't question what you do. You don't. You're just doing it. There's an. I, I can sense. I mean, I'm not there, but there's an unequivocal. You know, knowing. You can't see it if there's trauma and contracts and evil and. Just this whole fucking rave party of shit. It's like being in the front row of like a rave. I mean, it's just the noise. It's just. I like that finding Walder. That's perfect. It's like you're you're lost in all this shit, all these people's crap. There was a you before everything happened. It's like the Big Bang. There's a minute before the Big Bang and a minute after the Big Bang. And the world's, you know, oh, death, destruction, you've got to be this, you've got to, uh, I'm Instagramming there, I'm making that much money over here. And there's like endless, endless stuff that you can compare yourself to and people and they're doing it. That all has to go shut down because it's like you have to focus on you because if there's trauma all the focus has been taken no one has seen you or cared for you just like a you know a dancing puppet for everyone else right there's no growth of you you're just you know warding off incoming okay. there's always something that but in this returning there's this like refocusing on okay there's one it's like there's one mission, and that mission is to get past this sludge of shit and get to this little manchkin that I abandoned that has a soul that I've abandoned that I want to reconnect to, and I want to live that soul. I want to live that seed. I want to live who I am. I was stolen. I was hijacked, my sexual thing was taken away, my femininity, my power, I was castrated, I was terrified, I was kidnapped. Okay. And that had all its, you know, if you imagine a plant, it had all its roots and shoots and all, I'm talking about a diseased plant, not a real thing, right? So you've got to take all of that wiring down. And first of all, the mission was I want to save my little girl. Now it's like, I want my soul back. I want, because whatever they did to you, those events have stolen something from you. Your power, your life force. 
your truth, what you were going to grow into, your orchid or your dragonfly, whatever it is you were going to, you know, your, the, the seeds of your soul, right? So, you know, my, the way my, I survived was I just, you know, I blacked that out. I made him into a victim. I agreed to the horror and by blacking it out and didn't have the courage to face him because I was little, right? So in order to survive, you know, repositioned him like a brand. And, you know, you keep forgetting who you are, you keep forgetting. This is all part of the forgetting of you and the accepting and the legitimacy of evil. None of this is your choice. You don't have a choice if there's an AK-47 at your head, right? There's no choice if there's an adult and a child. There's no choosing involved. You're agreeing because there's no choice. It's the greatest act of cowardice, by the way, whoever does that to anyone. It's just cowardly. So there are many different sort of things that you're dealing with and you're breaking through and then your mission changes. You know, there's the ego being dissolved. You're agreeing to that. Then you're agreeing. You know, to me, it was like I've got to rescue my little girl. Then I've got to see everything that happened. Okay, now I want my soul back. Like I want a full reconnect, right? And the closer you get to you, you know, the more the ghoulies are going to show up. The ghoulies get very powerful if they've owned you and they've, you know, for your soul to come back. If, uh, or whatever it is, the closer you get to wanting that, you're letting go of the fear, you're letting go, I'm just, you're just like, what the fuck, I don't give a shit, let this all die, I just want my soul back. You don't really get to see, because you, you can't, so you don't know you've, so, you know, if you're at the end of the equation or at the end of the souffle, you don't know what happened, right? So every piece of chunk that you dissolve, every contract, everything you begin to see, everything you allow yourself to see, you allow these energies, the enemy to kind of show up energetically in your system. All of this gets you more and more of you back and the realization that the mission is to reconnect with your soul. It's like you want to get reconnected to the mothership, like you were in space, you got thrown off the mothership, you've been, you know, wandering around in a land of ghoulies, and now you've got to get back and reconnect to the mothership, which is to your soul. Because that's what was blacked out, or stolen, frozen. So, and it's interesting, the kind of, sort of the closer you get to the more sort of dedicated part of your seeing, because at every step of the way, the system is, or your egos, and all the ghoulies are saying, no, you can't, you know. Because you've had a system in place that you, you've allowed yourself to survive with. Now you're taking off the whole survival mechanism. Saying, I don't want a survival mechanism anymore. I don't want the fucking life vest. I want myself back. It's not I just want to survive evil. I don't want to just survive it by agreeing to, you know, build these defense mechanisms. Because by doing that, I'm still accepting evil. No, no, I want it, fuck the, the safety vest. I, I want myself back. I want all of this gone. 
I want to reconnect to my soul, to my light, to what I was before all of this happened, to all my little children who I had rejected by accepting this evil. I'd rejected their innocence and their sweetness and their tenderness and the love that they deserved. I rejected myself in order to accommodate evil. I never recognized how powerful that was. It was evil. So the more courage you pick up on the way, the more your mission becomes more adamant, becomes more powerful, becomes more clear. I don't want parents. I don't want these people who are evil. I don't want any of them. I just want to bring all my kids home and be reconnected to the truth of who I am. And I don't know what that is because these cowards, these dirtbags showed up and hijacked me, you know, into their darkness. So I've never had experience. I've had the experience of manufacturing herself. I've had the experience of shutting down the truth. I've had the experience of, you know, being blinded, blacked out. But I've never had the experience of true, unequivocal connection with myself because that was severed because I was stolen. My soul was shut down, stolen. To get back to me, I have to go through the forest of the events and take away their power. You take away the, the, the trauma by taking away the power from the person that abused you, by reclaiming the truth, by facing them, and by saying, fuck you, fuck you all, I don't give a shit. I want my back, I want my soul back, I need it, I want it back now. And yes, it's a zenzillion ceremonies, you know, you're cleansing and cleansing, that's it really. Plus all the people that abuse me, like I want their energy all cleaned up, I want everything out. I can finally see the goal. The goal is all of this cleansed out, cleansed out, cleaned out, reconnect with source, with, with whatever I was before it happened. And I think the first ceremony was beautiful five years ago. The first ceremony in Ayahuasca in Peru was at one point you were connected with the all and then you were severed. There was a place, a point before the Big Bang and after the Big Bang. There's a you before the trauma and there's a you that is severed from you after the trauma in which you have been taken hostage. And my, I, I think, and again, I don't know, I suspect that when you return, the more you face them, the more they dissolve, the less power they have, the more of you you get back. There's only one goal, and that's it. Will I live in the south of France? Will I drive a Ferrari? You know, will I be a CEO? I really don't give a flying fuck. I care about just being connected to her, to it, to my soul, through love and reconnection to spirit. Before, 
it was all different. I cared about the identity, the power, all the stuff that came out of the terror of no connection. If I surround myself with identities and I look the right way and I speak the right thing, it's the, I don't need a manufactured self. That is not, that's very weak. That's, there's no love or connection in that. There's no strength, there's just a hollow balloon. Right? Life is the experience. If I'm just walking around as a manufactured hollow thing, like the Buddha's hungry ghost, I'm still stuck. How much money in the bank doesn't define my well-being. It doesn't get me back my soul. If it was stolen in some you know, in an early lifetime, which I have to address through a different dimension, blah, 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 right? I need, that's it. I want to be home, reconnected with my spirit that was severed because of trauma and evil. The root is not to addict myself, by the way, I've done it, you know, but not through drugs, but like, the root is not to shut down, the root is to wake up and to face it all and to take away the power that was taken away from you. Because you might not see it, but it's in you. You can't see the dungeon keeper. You can't see the enemy if it happened earlier, and it's, but it's within you. It still owns you. And by the way, I'm no shade on a great life. Yes, yeah, South of France all the way, Ferrari, blah, blah, blah. That's all great if you have yourself. If you can't connect to yourself, if there's no connection to you because someone has stolen, has severed through trauma your connection to you and has stolen your soul, you know, 10 zillion dollars doesn't get me that back. It might get me a great Ferrari, but it's not going to get me my soul back. That's a whole different expedition. And for me, it's the only expedition. I mean, I've had to, you know, zigzag in all sorts of different routes because I didn't know. But wholeness is the Burberry jacket. Wholeness is the Ferrari. Wholeness is the everything. I get myself back completely from the thing that robbed me. I want myself back. That's where, you know, my freedom is. It's the only freedom. When you're unequivocally the most authentic, the truest version of you, and you are, every breath is coming from your truth. Not from trauma, not from fear, not from somebody else's version of you, but you. And that's what trauma does. It puts a bag over your head. 
it's a theft, it's a hijacking. They take away your choice. That's the greatest form of evil, to take away your choice. And you don't know how to choose, and you don't know you're in prison. And that's what the trick is. You don't know that you don't know that you don't know. It's like you can't see the enemy. And there's no roots in the world. You can't connect to people in the world in any real way. But the most important thing is that you can't connect to you. And you're looking for yourself in strangers. You're looking for yourself in foreigners. When I say foreigners, is that there's no you there. Every connection is a falsehood because you're a manufactured self. Manufactured because you haven't, can't deal with the evil or the trauma, which is separate to you. In that trauma, through that passageway of the dark, is your passageway home. The passageway, though, is through the dark, through the evil, through the entities, through the subpersonality that's holding, through the events. If, you, if you're aware of the events, you can tear down the evil. You, can't, you won't give it any more power. It can't threaten you if you know that it's evil. And in my case, because you know, my, a bit, my survival was overcompensating by you know, rebranding these people, I had to basically tear down the advertising department. It was evil pure and utter evil. It didn't give a shit. It was apparent. It didn't give a shit. I'll do whatever I, and, and, and by the way, I'm going I'm to be a big guy because I do this. I mean, it was just a piece of evil. I had no idea. Right? To get to see that, I had to give up all my, my branding pitch. <laughs> And then it owned me. It was actually an entity in me. So the next stage, as I said, is bring it on, all the entities. Let me see everything. I'm done. I want my soul back now. What that takes, what that fight involves, what this battle is going to look like. It's good against evil. It's just classic 101. We're energy. Again, it's not the events. They hurt you, they screamed at you, they put you down. The events are all injury, no matter if it's sexual abuse. It's all vile. It's all evil. It's not the events. It's that the event disconnects you from you. It disconnects you from the mothership. It's a theft of you. And you can't see it. That's the thing. You cannot see it which is why the ayahuasca is so powerful. She's like an x-ray that will unearth, you know, the Loch Ness monster little by little. That's it. To go home is to reconnect with your soul that was stolen. And you were tricked if you were very little. Okay. Safe, safe trip home. Bye.